0: Hello, this is Alan Watt in CuttingThroughTheMatrix.com This is November the 2nd, 2006 and this is another part of the same series I've been doing on the, the, the intervention and superimposition of scientific, socialistic, psychological techniques which are used upon the peoples of the world of male and female and the different age groups all the way up from childhood into, into old age and how we're manipulated heavily and how our, our beliefs, our understandings are not really ours at all they're induced, they're marketed to us so here's the next part of it
1: A long, long time ago
0: Pictures of this culture often show us how their system works through movies because you must mock the victim. And there's no better movie put out on the condition of the modern male than American Beauty, the movie. Well worth seeing. And you'll see how the daughter grows up emulating the mother's response to the father, which is total disgust and disdain. And the daughter watches the mother almost salivating over very successful men that she works with, or the men around her. So the daughter then looks for someone who is powerful, in charge, in control, and very often it's one of the criminal mindset. This is well understood. The political correctness of today does not change Human nature. Nature can be sublimated, but it cannot be destroyed simply through indoctrinations. It it shifts around in the subconscious and will show itself in other ways. What is interesting, too, is that as the father, the role model of the father, has come down again, primarily through media and through entertainment which we emulate monkey see, monkey do that's what has always been known since before the days of Plato women still need the powerful male that's why they can get lost in fantasy and carried away through movies and drama and that's why harlequin romance books which are really a form of written porn uh, today's variety anyway are the most widely read books and recirculated books in second-hand stores next to the Bible for consumption. There's a, a tremendous need there because you cannot get rid of drives. You can sublimate them according to cultural custom even when the cultural custom is being altered and updated. So as a father comes down in the scale of things with power the girls at school often fall headlong over the teacher figure who has authority and who is given authority over them and they have these crushes. this headlong dive into almost anonymity, quiet, silent anonymity of the male has been helped through inoculations, which has definitely affected the hormonal output of the male. This is studied every year. The sperm count is disclosed every year by the United Nations. The reason for the United Nations being so interested in this phenomena is because they have a Department of Population Control and we've all been tampered with, male and female, with their hormones and through inoculations. And the uh, xenoestrogens as well added to the water and so on through plastic pipes, plastic bottles, which were made popular for that reason. We've, we've been heavily scientifically uh, tampered with. And this was done because the male natural response is to protect the tribe and protect the family In the changes which are coming up you must destroy that bond you must destroy any power the male has in society and replace it with TV fake ones Uh, hyper politicians who always seem to know what they want, even if it's mass slaughter, it's a symbol of a man with power. Between ages, and the mysteries always have a categories of ages, where they use the zodiacal dominance of a particular member of the zodiac to predominate for the 2500 years. And Aquarius is their utopia, not the utopia for the people, although all the New ages have been taught that it is. Somehow they'll all become one, and they will be the brain chip. They'll all be one, all right, but they won't be individuals anymore. This is the other side of totalitarianism and tyranny. And people can, can submit like slaves rather than face the world with the added burden of being an individual in a changing world in the mysteries which match up perfectly with, with fascism and communism you'll find that the sun and the moon are other emblems of the same two things But you also find that the scythe of Saturn, Kronos in the Greek, is called the side-wielder, the side-wielder that cuts the link or the the chain between two ages. And during this transitory period, he is called the, the master of misrule. Or the Lord of misrule. It's when the old culture seems to be falling apart and it does because it's made to fall apart as role reversal, cultural reversal, uh, things which were taught as true for thousands of years are suddenly reversed or exposed and the period of chaos of misrule. It's a time when people who are in the know and the understanding can rise to the top if they're in the right families and top the mysteries. And for most people it's chaos. They have nothing to hold on to. It's like ships without anchors they're just tossed around in the waves. Hence the massive indoctrination uh, uh, through magazines and television with a specialist supposedly in psychology to tell you what to think, what to do, how to behave, In reality you're being used It's motivational behavior modification that you're submitting yourself to, and it's not for your own good, it's for those who rule you. Along with all the new age bookshelves, you'll see all the motivational techniques in the same books of what you can be. You're being altered, your thoughts are being altered, your motivations are being guided by someone else. And you'll find that you're all going along a path already laid out for you, promising you one end, but you don't see the end of it, and you won't even when you hit it. This is masterful control. It was many, many centuries in the making, and you can see the beginnings of this sudden outburst of the sciences in the 1500s in the court of Queen Elizabeth I of England where it was the first openly Rosicrucian court in history everyone around Queen Elizabeth I all the famous players you'll find mentioned in her era were all members of the same Rosicrucian Lodge in London. The outburst of the sciences is what is so interesting with, with John Dee and Francis Bacon and, and many others, because they knew they had 500 years to use sciences, make the public work, and create an industrial era and in all of the things that would come from that industrial era, such as bigger and greater wars to dominate the whole planet and create an empire, a world empire. And always fooling the people who fought those wars. always fooling them with a different, a different reason, a different outcome, such as the First World War, the war they said through... And, and it was H.G. Wells, the propagandist for the British government, coined the term the war to end all wars. What a joke that was. It's the last vestige of a tribal system. In a well-bonded family, they can be very formidable and will stand up for each other against all odds. In this system, the new world order, where it's not just family planning on a small scale, it's global planning on a similar type of agenda scale that's going to be implemented. You can have no families as we have known them. And that's why every family around is basically today dysfunctional. Dysfunctional because it's been made that way Is the culture creators and manipulators have altered it. The biggest and most frequently spoken about problem in therapy and counseling for couples today is when the man says that he's not allowed by his wife to be a man. that means, you see, she's learned from her mother who was the dominant one in the family and with an ineffectual father she's learned to emulate the mother and even if she were to meet someone who she could respect and she would allow herself to she can't take it she emulates the mother she's grown up and copied it this is a form of imprinting which the big boys understand perfectly well and this talk is not meant to upset people the truth cannot upset mature minds who have made the same observations themselves who are honest with themselves in an indoctrinated culture it's difficult for the average person To be honest with themselves, they're full of stereotyped responses, conditioned reflexes which are marketed into their heads by popular media and popular culture uh, from a thousand different uh, areas and places. The elite who gave us marriage in the first place, as I've said many times before, never followed any idea, notion of romantic love between themselves in fact the high priesthoods which really ran Babylon were more interested in men themselves being men as it's always been the the same in fact in all high priesthoods in every culture women are disliked and sometimes hated by them is is almost irrelevant, but it's more than just that. It's to do with, again, the sadomasochistic streak, which they have themselves going up through an order of deviancy, which they then promote on general culture at the right time. The reason they hate women is because And every study has shown this up to date and and reproved it, reproved it, and reproved it. And all sociologists know this. Women are the easier ones to manipulate and to trying or going along with something new. The culture creationists love this because they can then introduce fads, modes of thinking uh, which will alter the culture women who have their own needs you're born with needs when the needs are understood they can be so easily manipulated when you look just at the the women of the early 1900s the great grandmothers and grandmothers of the girls who suddenly were given the miniskirt in the 60s and compare the two they're both women and yet one would never have dared to put on something which just barely covered the body It it isn't that the grandmother or great-grandmother would never have done that. It's just that through her culture and her period, she was indoctrinated not to do that. Whereas the granddaughter was not only encouraged, it was made the social norm, and not to stand out, to be accepted by the peer group, another facet of understanding, which the big boys have, a natural trait could be exploited because young people are run by hormones and attraction and they want to be looked at and admired and so on this is reality so the male and the female is set at war with each other on purpose a war which was covered and subdued during the period where marriage was encouraged in the Middle Ages and onwards to work for the system. Now the reversal, like Plato said, you can reverse the culture and those who go through the changes are the last ones to notice. That should be quite amazing to a thinking person but it's true. In the 1960s, the sciences of all entertainments were heightened and let loose upon the peoples of the world, the young people. Children and toddlers will hear the catchy parts of songs which they used to call choruses at one time. And you always get an intro into songs. Songs last about two and a half minutes. It might, you might wonder why. It's because of, of, of uh, economic reasons, because they're meant to sell. And so they have the, the intro, then they have the catchy part, which people hum like ads on television. And children will do it automatically. And yet, whatever you say, automatically, is already registered within your subconscious. It's working on you in ways which you don't understand. And there is an unconscious. This is something alluded to by Carl Jung. It's the sea of all knowing. It's the primeval chaos. All knowledge within the the mind, the brain something that Plato again and others touched on in Pythagoras when you understand something it's because the knowledge is really already within you you have to formulate it in the proper sequence but the understanding means that you know far more on the subject than you thought you did in the sea of the unconscious it's that the depth off all bits of information, all writhing about. There's no cultural control over the unconscious as such. But in the subconscious, the part way where the censorship kicks in and out, you, you can actually pass things on into the unconscious. And the unconscious can be motivated because it doesn't have the inhibitions of the culture. That's why in your dreams you could do the weirdest, wildest things which you'd never do in real life. And you wake up with the manifest content. Sure, you'll remember this strange dream that you had and within a minute or two you have latent content which is scrambled. Your your, your subconscious has kicked in to censor it because it doesn't want you to see what you're possibly possibly capable of. These techniques are exact sciences and in the 60s as I say one song came out amongst many a very very catchy tune deliberately so to get teenagers right down to toddlers chanting and those who ever went to dances or earlier discos will remember even when the, the favorite songs would come on and they'd, they'd, they'd sort of murmur and hum along to, to the, the, the verses, but they'd all jump into the choruses, and yet they never thought about the words of the choruses. And this particular song was supposedly written in a way of a father talking to his son. Listen to the words and listen to the voices to see how you are manipulated in ways you don't understand. On in the sixties, where the culture creation industry passed down to the employees below the actors and actresses, directors, producers, songwriters, etc., to try and write things about gender neutral subjects, songs. Unknown to the public because the public don't know these things. They don't analyze. You think culture is there and it's part of you. You think it is your culture, but it's not. as a stranger. An exact scientific stranger. And the, and the music industry told were told, if they wanted hits, don't say he or she in the song. And they all went into action. Uh, Thank goodness, I think Charles Atnavour from France at least wrote a song called "She," But the French are that way. They don't go along with so much political correctness that the rest of the world goes along with. So changes are always going on around you which end up within you. And you're unaware of them. Very, very powerful influences scientifically created with exactness. And we are the puppets and the, the hidden puppeteers, pull the strings. And we think when we are communicating and interacting with each other that we are real individuals doing so. Nothing is further from the truth. These are accepted norms, even when they're changing. They're updated like programs in a computer. And the people are updated with precision. Their topics of conversation are given to them. Their way of responding to topics are given to them. And those who get upset when you tell people the truth... It's generally because you're touching on something which they are guilty of themselves. And their ego won't allow them to to see it as the truth. There is nothing on television that's real. There is nothing that is spontaneous on television. Everything down, and I've talked to many producers in the past, everything down into even a a third-rate play for your main television station like CBC in Canada. Every part of the set, including the type of flower in a, a little glass vase, and the color... And the positioning is discussed by panels of people. Everything for its psychological impact. There isn't a phrase which comes out spontaneously out of the person's head. The newscasters read dummy boards, but they look at you with authority. And in a world where we find we're floating helplessly, individually, We crave that authority and that is again the the pseudo-masochistic tendency. Those who are pushed down in society crave the power of those who do the pushing. The abused person can become the abuser so easily. The divisions of people are almost perfect now. It's the rare individual that has maturity that can overcome the conditioning. It's the rare couple who can go through a lifetime together with respect for each other, unaffected and certainly not acting out all of the the ways are supposed to behave according to television which, of course, we bring on the chaos. It's the rare individual who understands that in this day and age. Most people are simply full of their conditioned responses and reflexes. They're unanchored in a rough sea. And that's all intentional. That's why the booming industry in psychology, psychiatry, therapy, groups of all kinds... Cults, and yet they're all being led in the same path because you're going to find the same teachings today throughout therapy as you will in the new age because everything comes from the same capstone in culture creation cause the problems, guide them into the solutions these are ancient sciences at work The rule books, as I say, are in all all holy books. They are the holy books for those who understand them. And if we take passages in the Old Testament, you'll see older echoes of the new. In Revelations, the revealing of the system, they say that man would be turned against woman, woman against her husband, children against their parents. And we tend to think, how, how could that be? How could any power cause that to happen? And the answer is, easily. Because they, un- they understood the sciences thousands of years ago, just as well as they do today. The mainstream characters they let loose on the public, like Freud and others, We're giving you kindergarten reality, which still astounded many people at the time. But they only give you enough to alter the culture towards the agenda. They don't give you all of the sciences which they have. You never share power if you want to control others. When we look at the tremendous amount, never mind the propaganda uh, given to the homosexual movement and lesbian movement and as I say there's nothing in society and social movements that isn't approved and created from the top down at the right time if it didn't suit the purpose it wouldn't happen, there'd be no funding and even if there was a demonstration, you would never hear about it on the news. But women have been emulating dominant mothers. And since survival instincts will look for a partner with dominance, many of the women look towards other females. Many of the males see the mother as dominant and the father is absent today, gone, divorced, kicked out whatever and the mother is dominant so they emulate the mother these were all known responses to the induced situations as I say those who created marriage for a purpose and marriage for life have reversed all the structures that kept it in place for the new age. And I'm simply the messenger on this topic. When the elite were, had their arranged marriages, it was for progeny only. They'd appear in the balcony, the king and queen, the fairy tale, and the people would emulate what they saw. Aren't they a loving couple? But in reality... They didn't have to even like each other. Their houses and castles were so big they could live in either ends and never see each other except for the the balcony appearances if need be. And the male was free to do what he wanted to do and so was the woman. And they did. And in the 20th century really that's when they gave us romantic love and encouraged it big time to keep it going, to keep the marriage system going for World War One and Two, and then start to dismantle it after the United Nations was officially in power the acceptance of another person for life takes tremendous maturity and self-understanding few people have the ability to critically look at themselves and decipher themselves we're very good at picking apart other people but because of ego we tend to ignore ourselves the bonding process of a male and a female takes time and maturity and trials and tribulations but most importantly it takes an understanding of each individual by the individual concerned. The media constantly gives us a barrage of fiction and drama with even the ideal partner, always fictionalized to the extreme, with the chiseled features and the perfect body. If they don't show you them with their personal trainers, the actors and actresses, and all the the stuff they have to go through to keep their weight down and all the rest of it, and their liposuction, and their jaw implants and cheek implants for the men, and all the other implants for the women to give you this perfect, perfect picture of the perfect male or female. This is to make Joe Average and Jill Average unhappy with the one they have in life. It's intentional. As I say, it's a rare person of either gender who understands this and accepts the one they're with as being basically human and natural. We, we chase after, and we're taught to chase after by the media, the entertainment the media, all of the fantasies which always lead to ruin, because they are fantasy there is no self-satisfaction to follow fantasy it's the will of the wisp such stuff are dreams made of yet everyone's encouraged to chase after the dreams who gives us the dreams very few people understand that they are simply the dreamers but who gives them the dreams for what purpose? And the media, the same media that gives you the dreams, loves to point out how dysfunctional society has become. Just look at it as in chaos, as they give you more and more porn for entertainment. And porn now isn't even porn, it's um, deviant. It's got to be more and more deviant, you see. Like any addiction, you have to get more and more of it, and wilder stuff to get the high this is intentional and then out come the governments with all of its agencies Always, uh, they breed faster than anyone I know governments are always having an offspring of new departments to deal with the new parts of the chaos always and this again is what Carl Jung envisaged in his last book it wasn't just an iron curtain across the world of communism versus fascism It was a a slowly expanding curtain, iron curtain, across the whole planet of dictatorial bureaucracies until there was no freedom left for the individual. And he was well aware that you can dissect society into the individual and those that we would say are the mass. The war that's on today is not so much a war on the masses. The masses are downloaded with everything and they question it not. The war is on the individual, the occasional thinker, because it's the occasional thinker who can communicate, who can affect many other people. One who then understand and they go running with information. That's why I don't pretend to be a patriot cheerleader for some old world order. I don't give you the Hollywood slogans or the John Wayne cliches which you've been taught to to attention with I don't wave flags because flags symbolize the hypermasonic system under which we live they gave us the order of the bee the border bee order it served their purpose up until now because borders are just imaginary lines drawn across maps which enabled members of an elite who lived with their offsprings in all countries to wage war upon their neighbours, never participating themselves, but benefiting from the changes that war brings for more control and taxations. And it keeps the people in fear of those guys over there. So they need you, you see. Another technique of the bully the sadist, and they teach the people to be masochists who also would like to really, really adapt to the system and possibly get up the ladder and become one of the sadists themselves with the power. So sadism and masochism go together in this particular scientifically created system. Many years ago, I heard a top psychiatrist in England discuss the traits of the psychopath. Fascinating study. And as an example of the psychopath, he mentioned the character of James Bond. Someone who could obey his paymaster. That's how he gave his allegiance, was his paycheck and the status he derived from his position. A status, too, that he could do amazing things in society and get away with it. Tremendous destruction, because he was authorized to do so as long as he got the job done. He could uh, have as many women as he wanted in bed, one after another. He could see some of them being killed in the movies. He could kill himself, he you kill other people and, uh, and then that night sleep with another one or two females it was someone with no conscience that's what a psychopath is and psychopaths can be can be found through special tests and we know that special forces in every country uses these tests to select them for the really bad boy groups that they have, the dirty squads, they go out and assassinate people and kill whoever they're told to kill, and they can go home at night and uh, they don't need sleeping pills or or they don't need to get drunk to sleep because they have no conscience. These people have always, always been used by the controllers as they give one culture to the people to be ruled, they also select the deviants from that culture to enforce the rules when need be. This talk is encompassing so much I don't write down anything in advance. I just talk as to what comes to the top of my head and if it seems a bit haphazard it's because I don't put it out in a particular format and I've been chopping wood all day as I prepare for the the white stuff to fall from the skies which I already did actually I'd like to take this opportunity to mention to those who will maybe get this passed on a tape or disc to them to look into the website at cuttingthroughthematrix.com and see what there is for sale there because I certainly could, could use the money to pay for the site and for the help I've got from one person to keep it going well we can keep it going As I say, I'm not one of the authorized ones who are put there with the clichés you've been conditioned to respond to. I say what I know, and if I can continue for a a longer period of time, I could certainly teach you much, much more to do with the system, I could give you the higher meanings in the occultic movements, not the ones that are put out there just for the Christians to grab and be scared of. Because these are all sciences, you see. So it's up to you, the listener, to support me as I come out with this information. In the winter, When I'm snowed in, I hope to give you an awful lot more. I should also say that you can also tell um, various talk show hosts that you'd like to have me on as a guest. I don't call them myself. I never have called them and said, put me on. It's the listeners who have done this. And if you like what you're hearing or even if you dislike what you're hearing, um, phone up your radio talk show hosts and have them put me on. That way I can reach more people. I don't create a movement as such all following what I say. I ask you to analyze everything I say and check it out for yourself. I'm not pushing some covert religion as you might be surprised others are doing. And that's another story. I'm just telling you, of the various things that I know, to do with the system, to do with why you feel so alienated, those who think and those who aren't even certain of why they feel that way. I'm explaining it to you. And this series of talks is to be to do with how everything is controlled, gender, the generations, the so-called races, the colors, and you should think about that in itself, because it is no coincidence, it's called the human race. A race is something you start and try to win. What do they mean by that? We know that those at the top put lists out through or by their main economists in the 1700s onwards to do with those who would be useful in a, in a, in a future upcoming society based on economics and efficiency and those who would be eliminated. Nothing happens in this system by chance. There are no sudden transmutations, spontaneous, of diseases. Diseases and the transmutation of a virus or a a bacterium is a fine and old science by now. We live, as I say, in a world of disinformation, We have been trained to listen to no one except the experts and this is something that I should maybe touch on now because we have a craving, a tribal craving for the leader. Albert Pike and others in the high Masonic movement wrote about the creation of leaders, they always give the public their leaders at the right time. When they go over the future chessboard which they set up, they look at every possible opposition that will come from different factions and different personality types in society. And before they make their first move, They have thought out ways and trained people to become leaders when the time arises to lead the different factions apparently against them, but always leading them up the garden path, the Pied Piper. This is an ancient technique again, well understood in this system. It's interesting to look at how the communists used and helped create and push lower Masonic groups throughout the the pre-Soviet system and then used them for the revolution and at the end, once it was all won and over they, they knew who to round up people who knew too much who thought they were fighting for some other kind of freedom. They did lists list of their names in all their lodges. And they killed them all. While the Soviet leadership and the Politburo kept their own private lodges. This again is standard. Done over and over again through history. The French Revolution worked on the same basis. Same technique... They pushed the the, the idea of revolution through the coffee shops at the time, throughout France. And these coffee shops doubled as Masonic temples at night, where they laid out all their jewels on the floor, as they call it, and had their, their, their little parades and all the rest of it, and then had their talks on the coming revolution. And then, once it was after, you'll notice that a few moderates in the revolution, like Danton and others, were executed. The same thing happened with the Soviet system when Lenin got in. We're taught that the Soviet system went sour when Stalin took over. But Lenin, the lion, which is what the name comes from, used the terror techniques to perfection. Trotsky wrote about it. He was all for it, in fact. And Lenin told groups to go out into the the peasant areas where they had these communal farms it is to round up dozens here, dozens there, hang them from trees, leave them there to rot, and it would terrify the peasantry into obeying, and it would terrify those very small farmers into giving everything up, because to these great leaders, whether it's a Hitler, or a Lenin, or Napoleon, or any other countless names of famous players. The masses are the masses, the science of control is the same science, and the little people don't count. Again, George Orwell put that very well in his book 1984. The proles don't count, they're animals, he said. offend our incredulity when we hear famous people saying things which are horrible we actually make excuses I hear what he says, he said it but I guess he didn't really mean it that's how they get away with it never in the history we have been given ancient to modern Have all of the people understood what was happening to them? The whys, the wherefores, the hows. History has always been altered, redirected by the elite themselves, but sometimes deflected and slightly delayed by the few who understand But they also understand and let no one feel you. They've always understood that the bulk of the populace are never truly conscious. They are hypnotic subjects. Their beliefs are truly induced beliefs. The reality is induced and marketed to them and it's reinforced through the schooling system, through drama and fiction and through the role models we're given, fictionalized, but m- though they may be. The bulk of the populace have never, ever been capable of consciously working out the fine details of their indoctrinations, manipulations, and the psychodynamics of their own social structure. They don't know. this isn't just a matter of waking up more people. You cannot wake someone up who isn't ready to do so or you can't wake someone up who isn't able to do so and in many and maybe most of the populations of today's world we have been so chemically attacked and biological warfare has been used through inoculations to attack specific parts of the brain like Arthur Kessler said in his book The Ghost in the Machine and he worked with UN departments to find ways to do this efficiently and he thought it was just swell. Many people cannot wake up. They don't have the ability. The part that makes you a creative individual of any age any gender is the part which has been under most of the attack for the last hundred years or more. And it's been stated in Kessler's book and others that if they can destroy that part of the brain, the ghost in the machine, as they call it, that makes you truly, uniquely you, then they will have conquered the world and they can bring in their utopia. Their utopia, which many New Agers have all been taught to look forward to, is the elimination of conscious, individualistic thought. The manipulation of weather is, is going on on a daily basis now. A few years ago, in major newspapers, the American Air Force said it would shortly own the weather. Well, you see, it does already. It does. We're being sprayed every day and night like bugs. Most people cannot see it because they can only see or hear or know about that which is told to them by the media. And if the media doesn't mention it, you are talking a different language when you point it out to them. It cannot be important or the media would tell them. The reasoning is done for them by the media and they've come to accept that. In the race to destroy individuality, the majority of the public have already succumbed. Brzezinski said unable to reason for themselves. He said it with conviction. He wrote about it. He talked about the technotronic era of beaming out signals, which would, which is passé now, it's old stuff, which have even allowed the public to know if you want to go and find out about it. They can change your moods and emotions of whole continents, make you passive, almost drugged carefree or make you angry and aggressive or irritable and for those who are conscious and you feel a little of this coming on and at your work or you're out amongst other people you'll observe the same emotions in them too it's being used on a daily basis the psychotronic technotronic weaponry scalar technology in in unison with the spraying of the air, which makes it far more effective creating uh, an electrical, a heavy atmospheric electrical circuitry. And we ourselves, in the physical world, are run through biochemical and bioelectrical impulses. So I'll leave you tonight with the introductions to these topics and just general coverings of each part of them. I hope to go into them in far more detail in the future. For those who don't take offense at what I say, I personally have no prejudice about any of the things I talk about or the people I talk about. I just state What is. Those who are offended must look to themselves and ask why. If they tell you that, uh, like again Orwell's eighty-four, that there is no gravity and you can float away and you all part the same thing, if someone says, "Oh no, you can't," he just states what is. Don't kill the messenger. Don't kill the one who says the king has no clothes. To herd, unfortunately, the mob, as the Masons say, because of their 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 very intense conditioning, which has taken very well, will turn on the messengers, as they always have in history. It's Halloween time. There are many plays on the words within Halloween, Hallow also comes from the sun, how. But it also is a play on hollow. In is the old English for I, the eye of the sun, the S-U-N. It's also the hollow eye which you would see in the skull. Everything has many meanings. The elite taught them you are not I'm trying to teach you them and I hope to continue. So good night for now. Peace to you. And may your God or your gods or your favorite tree or your best pet go with you.